Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the to Why Should We Care podcast. Uh, this is Chris Tellez. I'm hanging out here with my co-host AJ Henderson. Hello. And we have an amazing guest today. Uh, I want to thank everyone that's been tuning in. Um, if you're new, uh, please subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, we like to bring in a guest every week to bring a subject to our attention uh, and tell us why we should care about it. Uh, so far, we haven't really gave a damn about a lot. Uh, last week, we had uh, guest Michael Priest on, and he talked about sports. Uh, I'll be honest, I actually did care about sports, but after sitting with Michael for about 40 minutes and hearing what he had to say, I care less. I, I've, I've kind of detached from sports and kind of detached from Michael as a friend. Yeah, I love sports now. Yeah, you, on the other hand, have been I getting into great. sports. He was not in the sports last week, and you, you, yeah. I saw him watching a football game yeah, the other day. Yeah, I watched the game. And now you're into it, right? I love it. That's love every part of it. Because last week it sounded like you were yeah. unsure, but yeah. towards the end I remember you. The peanuts and Cracker Jacks? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what that is. See, I'm so detached, I don't know what the hell yeah. you're talking about. It's, it's just common food for the event. And right. people cheering and you watch the ball go one way then it goes another way sometimes a team scores and another team doesn't but the one that i wanted to score it scored sounds, sounds like you're making fun of sports i don't know no that's it's, it comes from a place of pure love what's your favorite sport Ooh, uh phew, man they're all so good i'm gonna go ahead and uh give it to tennis this week who's your favorite tennis player pete sampras that is a guy. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, but I doubt you watch tennis. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, but I love it. All right. Well, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, uh, how have you been, AJ? You had a whole week. Uh, have you uh, been checking in on any other of the subjects that we had? I know we watched Jackass too. We recap that. We love it. We care. No, um, I, and I thought about watching Train Spotting, but still the have not. Feel right. I don't know. I saw it once already. Um, it little goes a long way with that film. This is our fifth episode, and our first episode was the train spotting. We bring it up every week that we're going to watch train spotting. Yeah. And I haven't, and I keep saying I am, but I think I've decided I just don't care. I yeah. think that's the, the podcast gives me that option. That's the point. And uh, I don't, maybe, like our guest Mike, he's looking at us like, <laughs> that. I could tell you're like, that movie's cool. Just I, I, I love that movie so much. And who, uh, who, who, uh, who, who was trying to make you guys care about Pat Saroy? Oh wow! I, yeah, I, right. I'm sorry. That I, rapper guy. Yeah, I know. I know Pat. Uh, well, Lives I'm in my with, dining room. I'm with Teen Teen you know, Pat on this. I think yeah. you guys uh, should care. Maybe I'll care when I stumble upon it already playing. I don't know. I, just I think to like land on a couch and can't move. After that first time I watched it, if it didn't resonate like that, then I'm probably just never gonna love it. I, well, I like it. Sometimes there's a, a film or a album that I did not care so much about the first time or occasionally even disliked. And then when I came back to it later, I was like, I get it now. 
and I, I'm in love with it. Maybe you'll have that experience. I hope. Yeah, I'm I hope just afraid do. that I'll start trying heroin. And right now, I don't have a lot of money coming in, and that's an expensive habit. <laughs> Can't yeah, afford heroin. Not, yeah. Not because of what it does, just because of money. I am behind on the electric bill, but that's a personal thing. We Today. have an Apple TV that, if you keep idle, will show you like posters from movies that are coming out. And Train Spotting Two is one of them. Yeah. And they call it T Two, and I think that's on purpose. Even though it like conjures up images of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And quick and shout out to Apple TV on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, we are sponsored by Apple TV now. Uh, so that's great. That's a smart way to bring it in. <laughs> Everybody has to know about our Apple TV well, I think is what I'm saying. I think that the, you know, I've read the script to Train Spotting 2 and there is a lot of, lot, a lot more time travel in, in Trainspotting 2. Uh, yeah, we, we covered one. that in episode one, <laughs> yeah. fucker. We already, we're not going to redo <laughs> this. there. You, we've already done this. Pat went on. I don't care. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the podcast has been taken off, guys. We, yeah, uh, how many addiction. subscribers do we have now, Ethan? Uh, Last week we had 14, yeah, thou. Yeah, like 17.50. It's like... That's a lot. We have seven, seventeen fifty. We're drowning in likes. Oh my god! Uh, we we have a Twitter account now. It's at WSWC Podcast. We have twenty three followers. I don't understand why all our subscribers don't go to the Twitter handle and hit follow. But you know, I guess not. We, beggars can't be choosers. Too much red tape. Too much red tape. I mean, go on it. Like follow the stuff that people talk about and tell us if you care about it. I, or I, I think get, let's get people involved. Say exactly like, what AJ said. Let's get people involved. Thank you, AJ. I, uh, we we did get a message from a guy on Twitter that was like, "I'm liking the theme, guys," and uh, AJ steals the show. Nah, thanks, man. And I was like, "What is AJ doing that he's stealing the show?" This Just other guy. Drinking. <laughs> he's just drinking and saying things like that. Yeah, that's it. And then, like this other guy, he's gonna be on our show next month, Dustin Swaylock. Mm. He every time he sees me, he's like, "I'm loving the podcast, man." And I'm like, "Thanks." And he's always like, "AJ's my favorite." <laughs> like, there's only two of us on the fucking <laughs> podcast. Seems he's like straight up in my face saying, that, "AJ rules, and you're hateable." Yeah, it's more of a uh, more of a slight towards you than a compliment towards him. Nah, man, you steer I'm, the ship. You're, you, the you're saying that as the guy who's liked. Stop. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Stop being more liked. All right. All right. So uh, you've already heard him, our guest today. I did want to introduce him. We uh, he does a lot of comedy around town. He's one of the. Com- <laughs> he's just like, do I? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> he's a stand-up comic. You've seen him uh, also with the McEwens with Avery Moore. Uh, you know him as Hard Rocker for the Riverboat Gamblers, <laughs> and also his band Dracula's as yeah. well. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike Weeby. Hey, everyone. How's all it going? Right. Hey, and Mike, uh, I know you're a super fan of the podcast. I know you've heard mm-hmm. all five episodes front to back. Uh, you know how this it goes. This is the fifth episode. <laughs> oh, uh, well, he's listening to <laughs> it right now. It. He's in it. played out on my... I know every line that I'm going to say in my head. Like, I know, you clearly covered the Pat Saroy um, yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. I wanted, it was, That was a callback, technically. Yeah. He's dead now, so rest in yeah. peace, Pat. Uh, <laughs> definitely go listen to that episode, Heroin Overdose. That's how he oh, died. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible stuff. And maybe I need to rethink my take on that movie. Well, maybe uh, your subject. What's your subject? And hopefully it won't be related to your death. What is your subject? My subject is shooting heroin. I'm a big oh. fan. Uh, no, I was going to talk about uh, skateboarding. Uh, specifically, I don't know a lot before like the mid 80s, but skateboarding and uh, its uh, impact on culture, professional skateboarding and its impact on culture. Uh, 
in the entertainment arts. This is a good subject right because on. I don't care. Uh, now, AJ, how are you feeling about skateboarding right now? Don't even have a register for it. Yeah, I definitely yeah. Uh, look at skateboarding as a co- cool thing. You know, I've always looked at growing up, anyone who's skateboarding, I used to be like, if only I was slimmer and hung out with those guys, I'd be right on. You know, like skateboarding's cool, but I, yeah. I knew I couldn't do it, so I always kind of stared away from it. Uh, and like uh, I mentioned in one of the episodes a while back, I tried one time and I fell and hurt my elbow, dinged it real bad, and quit. Uh, Tony Hawk, the video game, oh yeah, loved it. And yeah. then that's the extent of my knowledge about yeah. skateboarding. <laughs> that Tony Hawk, the video game, was if you can you can kind of look at these little little touchstones. I think that was a big cultural thing that took gaming forward. That's when the posers came in. That's when the fucking posers. My father was a poser. My great granddaddy was a poser. <laughs> I'm a poser. We, we do a lot of posing. But now you're talking All specific. three of you played together Tony Hawk at the same time. Did you oh, all yeah, have yeah. skateboards? Uh, we said we did. Yeah. <laughs> we told but we, none of us just never did. Just carried them around. <laughs> Those little things are expensive. Oh, I bet they are. Get, get on a, I went into a Hot Topic once to buy all the clothes I own. Yeah. And uh, unbeknownst to me, they sold some skateboards. What? $500 a pop. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then I tried to buy some puffy shoes to go yeah. with it. You know, skateboards be wearing puffy shoes. <laughs> I'm and, not uh, entirely sure. Maybe in 92, but okay. Yeah. 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 I, had a, I, I wanted this skateboard and we just an alien giving a peace sign. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. So, I mean, yeah, I know a little bit about skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to talk specifically about 80s era. Uh, well, yeah, eight, like mid-80s to, to mid-90s, I think, is what some of the cultural it, spots. Is that when you got into it? And yeah, how, that's that's when I got into it. into it? I got real deep into it. That's what I wanted to do. Like, like when a little kid wants to be a baseball player or a football player when they grow up, I was very much like, I want to be a pro skateboarder when I grow up. Uh, the talent aspect kept me from achieving that. I didn't really ever... I kind of wasn't that wasn't that great. I got Sucked, okay, but no, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Did you ever uh, hurt yourself? Uh, oh yeah, like pretty bad, it? pretty bad. But there's another point about skateboarding. I feel like it toughened me up as as a as a as a human being. Like you get hurt so much, you kind of get used to the pain. I was picked on a little bit, and I think like when I eventually started getting in like real fights, I was kind of like, oh, this this not any worse than falling down twelve stairs or whatever. Oh yeah, you know, that, was a, a, that was a little piece. I think it makes you more tolerant towards pain management. Fearless, fearless. So if somebody wanted to get in a fight, you were like, "I, I fell down a half pipe earlier, pal. You ain't got nothing on me." Bring it. I think I was still a little. I was still afraid. I don't know if I was that cavalier. You could but, always uh, use your skateboard as a weapon. <laughs> too. That, I, I, and I did a did couple you bash times. Somebody's yeah. brains in with a skateboard. I mean, I, even, I didn't even think I was going to get into talking about. The Skater Roper Wars of Denton, Texas in 1989. Oh, that was a thing. That was a thing. So you got to skate when you're going to go downtown and skate, which is the best bit to skate in Denton, Texas. I mean, we all know this. You guys know this. This is... Love it. Denton. It's huge. Common knowledge. We know, yeah, the town square. We know uh, the sack and save has the best bank behind it. Of course. Um, (laughs) uh, The Strickland benches, which we would all call the Strickland bitches. You guys remember all this. Famous. (laughs) Grind city. Grind city. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I used to call it. The cube that we gleamed was right downtown. And uh, but you had to cross uh, university, and now uh, it, before the internet mm-hmm. in the in the 80s, that's where all the ropers hung out. The, and ropers being uh, yeah, what is ropers? I mean, those are I guess those are you've been using that a lot. And those are like, cowboys. Asia, I don't fucking know. They're, they're okay when you live in a rural town uh, or a, uh, with 
the cowboys would come into town. These are guys that wear like really ropes. tight jeans. Oh, like they would like lasso things. Yeah, with ropes, ropers. It yeah. sounds like that's something that you would think that it was kind of a caricature of them, but no, they would do that. They would literally carry those. <laughs> I'm not joking at so all. They would carry the that around. skateboarders and probably other people would call the cowboys and then ropers? Ropers, yeah, that was the name of their, you know. Is that an insult or a cool thing? Sounds like a cool thing. Um, the the, I think they were happy with that term. We kind of said it. It depends about the, the venom in your voice when you say it. You know, ropers. like ropers, as well as they would call us thrashers. Probably at the That's time. That's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. thrashers cool. But the way they said it, it didn't come off cool. Hey thrasher. Hey thrasher. Yeah. Hey thrasher. I don't like that. Hello, exactly. Mr. Thrash. Exactly. <laughs> it's not no good. So you'd have to cross. The only way to get downtown, and we didn't have cars or anything because we were yeah. kids. I mean, you have to skate through there, and it was always a uh, there's always a lot of incidents, incidences. Ropers versus thrashers. Ropers versus, and then guys. there was a big fight that was going to go down at the Denton Golden Triangle Mall, right in front of the arcade. It was called Starcade, and um, you know I used to play a lot of uh, Double Dragon down there. Maybe a little, one. maybe a little Two Bad Dudes. Yeah. It was a good game. Uh, there's also a game called Two Crude Dudes. Not as good, but. I don't know why they didn't put those machines back to back. If I was designing a uh, Starcade, I would have had those back to back, but they chose not to. There'd be too many and, thrashers um, in there. Two conflicting ideas, really. I guess, bad yeah. Bad and crude. Yeah. Two different monsters. Um, I went. Uh, I was gonna. I was prepared to take battle in the great skater roper war. But uh, I got down there. It was supposed to go down at eight o'clock. Wait, but you guys I, scheduled this? It was, come on, you guys. You know, yeah, yeah. schedule. Yeah, <laughs> that, I don't know. Like in my head, like these things should happen spontaneously. Like each well, side it, it just it happens built, to be it, there. It built up over time. The, the right. skater versus roper antagonism <laughs> built up over time. And I believe, if I recall correctly, there was a uh, there was a female. That uh, it was, a, it was kind of a, it was, was a Montagues versus the other thing in Romeo and Juliet. What is it? The Capulets. It was a Capulet. I was versus, Capulets. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't gone through the, uh, the great literature portion of the show okay. yet. Nobody's like yeah. educated us on so that. So, what about this woman? <laughs> now she. Tell me about this lady. Uh, she, calls, she name, caused the fight? I believe what? her name was Shelly Holcomb. She was half thrash, half rope? <laughs> <laughs> she, de- she defected. She defected. From, from which group? I believe it was the ropers to the thrashers. Ah, it could only be that way. Yeah. And it was not good. It caused a lot of tensions. Kind of, it's a, yeah, it was Strickland Junior High was... <laughs> a junior high of strife that semester. What do you think the Ropers were putting out there that she really liked? No, she she didn't. Oh, like oh she went she the other way. AJ, are yeah. you listening? I Jesus thought I was. Christ. I thought I was. He's drunk. Now, Mike, everything you're saying so far, great story, but I, I don't really give a damn about skateboarding. And but, yeah, but I can tell you're that? interested in Shelly Holcomb. I am. I am. Uh, is she still alive? Can we find her on Facebook right quick? <laughs> She's single. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> Um, this was over 20 years ago. Okay, yeah. so uh, who was your favorite? What got you into skateboarding? Like, what's the first skateboarder you saw that's like, you know what? 
I'm going to be the next that guy. I think a lot of people, a lot of suburban people that weren't, the, I mean, the culture was really kind of starting to build in California. And I was in Texas. and But I think it really trickled out to the rest of America with the hit movie Back to the Future, which came out in 1985. And that was what really kind of, I think a lot of kids saw Marty McFly, uh, you know, doing all his crazy tricks to, yeah. to trick up old Biff Tannen. And... Um, <laughs> And Spoiler I think that's alert. really when it kind of like it had been building in a very like underground way in in the West Coast, and that's when it kind of took off. And people uh, before that, at, like at least in Denton, and I think a lot of other places too, you could only find the really old school skinny boards, the boards that were probably you know I don't know, four inches across. But Marty was uh, doing the West Coast style, where it was like you know more like eight to nine inches across, maybe even 10. Those are, these are the back boards have gotten a little bit thinner since then. Mm-hmm. Very wide board. So that it kind of, they're easier to ride and it was kind of easier to do tricks on. So, um, and then around 86 or seven, the Pal Peralta put out a video that was pretty easy to find called uh, the search for the animal chin. Now Pal Peralta had Tony Hawk who you guys know Tony Hawk. I love his video game. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, you know, kind of famous as like the, the biggest skateboarder, uh, you know of of the best skateboarder he was always kind of he was always in contention for the best like the mm-hmm. number one title but uh the thing about uh animal chin it was kind of this cornily little corny acted storyline with mostly just kind of skate tricks and there's this guy Steve Caballero and Lance Mountain and they all became kind of like minor celebrities of this but it kind of also introduced them as being a bunch of best buddies having fun and uh, and that I think that kind of cemented the idea of like what the aesthetic of a skateboarder was supposed to be and kind of approach the idea of like hey misfit kids in every town you guys should all hang out together and skateboard and for me that i I mean it was a huge thing and i talked to people like all over the country um uh in these seminars where i talk about skateboarding yeah Um, but no but but (laughs) you know at the time too uh skateboarding because it was such a uh niche esoteric little kind of click of of thing to do it wasn't it wasn't a huge huge phenomenon like it is now where there's mm. there was never going to be like an x games it's going to be in the it's so insane to me that the skateboarding is going to be in the next summer olympics which is yeah. fucking crazy um i've never really dreamed of that um <laughs> you know i might go in the seniors category that'd if they have fun. senior that'd be i'd, I'd, I'd go check it out oh, man my flips <laughs> and tricks um uh, I I do want to get to that Olympic village and do some fucking. You guys hear about that? How yeah. the Olympic villagers? Now I did. It's rampant, Damn, Damn, dude. Did you have any uh, uh, nicknames as a skateboarder? Um, Thrasher Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I wish I did. We could come up with one now. Flips. Flips would be good. We be skating. We be. There's a lot. You know, the other thing about growing up in the '80s, mm-hmm. there's a term that was synonymous with nerd and it was dweeby oh well, my last name was dweeby but then you'd whip out the board and they'd go oops <laughs> never mind i fucked with the wrong guy mm, my bad that's cool sorry mm. sir the posers hadn't come in yet the posers, yeah the poser <laughs> factor hadn't how many uh, years did you uh, skateboard uh, i probably started in like 80 86 or and so still do and nah it's it's, no. it's dropped off i do i mean i still have like a complete board that's like ready to go uh that i'll occasionally dick around with i, I moved um from a part of town to another part of town about four years ago mm-hmm. and 
back before that, I had this really great, sweet little run that was down to the convenience store and the, the video store, and I, I would go late at night, and all the streets were really smooth, and it was all, it was a very zen, nice you have like a Walkman plug then or anything? Uh, an old school, peppers. old school, <laughs> you know, funny enough, uh, the Chili Peppers <laughs> in 1980, probably 86 or, or seven, there was, there was only a handful of like skate videos you could get, Search for the Animal Chin, and a couple of these, these skateboard companies would have these pros, and you could buy these VHS tapes at video stores. Mm-hmm. And one of them was just a skate competition, like a professional competition, but it was this big crazy ramp. It was two two ramps that were connected together and then part of the ramp had a stage on it and the Red Hot Chili Peppers played on there. And if you oh. were a skateboarder in the in the early 80s, you were like legally you liked the you just had to like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were like super repped and uh and I'm quite embarrassed to say that I owned a Red Hot Chili Peppers shirt right hey, around man. that time. I bought a Red Hot Chili Peppers album once. <laughs> One hot minute, Aeroplane. <laughs> yeah. Had it. The Navarro the, era. The Dave, yeah. Nav- the Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro. Yeah. As a kid, I, I uh, really liked that song, My Friends, and I had not been through much in my life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I got it. <laughs> But exactly. let's keep it on the Chili Peppers. Um, what do you think pepper. of that song, Under the Bridge? <laughs> so, like, uh, I do remember there's a video for Under the Bridge, and, and it's like Anthony Kiedis, of course, without a shirt on. He's never owned a shirt, I don't yeah. think. Just like run, but it's him just running. Slow and I remember motion. in slow motion. I remember being junior high and listening to two girls talk about Anthony Kiedis. Like, what do you like best about Anthony Kiedis? And another girl goes, um. His chest, and I was like, I gotta get some pecs, man. <laughs> some I got lyrics. no pecs. The lyrics to give it away now. That's what I like. The Too most sexual for me. Too yeah. sexy. But uh, I was gonna mention earlier when you brought up just like the uh, like the kind of the misfits hanging out and being like attracted to skateboarding mm-hmm. and there being no internet and stuff. I, like I remember in my community, like I hung out with just friends that were always skateboarding. Yeah, and I would always just go. Uh, kick around or kick it with them and uh, again I didn't have the agility to skateboard so I kind of just always hung out and watched them fall down all day yeah but then there's always like kids who would like be on rollerblades and they're also there seemed to be like a divide there's of like I can't even get divide. to know this kid yeah. because fuck him he's yeah. on rollerblades and that makes him lame like uh, we were you, a vicious we all the same way oh we hated rollerbladers rollerblading was uh, was just the the worst it I remember like, a time though that was considered an extreme sport you that could was still like, hey you could still put candle wax on a pole grind it split your legs and bust your nuts open that's pretty extreme I've seen a couple dudes do that I th- I feel like rollerblading came in when the idea of extreme sports was being exploited by corporations of like this is a if we put extreme on this and make the colors you know day glow and and you know throw anything that's action sports or it makes it cooler and we can sell more of our candy or, or popcorn or whatever they're selling and they're probably not popcorn I don't think mm. kids are buying popcorn yeah. would you anyway. give this skateboarding like the edge of cooler because oh, like, yeah. it was it was before rollerblading and I all think that of course I, I just, right I, rollerblading just seems it's just awful I every rollerblader I have talked to in my life has sucked ass <laughs> yeah it's true I've never met a cool rollerblader you know and I, except Mick Weldon what else baby this is not a joke that you was probably cool to, to say in these PC times but this is a joke that every every skateboarder we knew. got 1750 listening to us right now alright 1750 well, I'll go ahead and say it. this is uh, this is just a touchstone of time people would say what's the hardest thing about coming out of the closet 
telling your parents that you're riding a rollerblade. Oh, I've heard that before. Or maybe yeah. it's the opposite. What's uh, the hardest thing about being a rollerblader? Telling your parents that you're gay. Yeah, Aziz Ansari said that on a Human Giant. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Did it? Yeah, that was. I mean, that was like he a, stole it from the streets. Is stole it from the streets? <laughs> literally a joke that everyone everyone knew. Like I'll be using then. it later uh, tonight. That'll show that I'm doing. Just writing it down. Big closer. Big closer. Um, so, uh, if you had kids and stuff, you would totally be fine with them being a skateboarder, I'd assume. You'd encourage Oh, yeah, them. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what would you think, like, now, uh, since it's such a big thing now and it has such a huge market as opposed to when you were growing up in the 60s, 70s, uh, <laughs> Yeah. What, what would you say is the appeal for a kid who's looking into skateboarding or if you were going to tell somebody like, ah, no, skateboarding's fine as opposed to rollerblading, like, uh, what would you say the appeal is today for a kid? I, I think it's still the same thing in that it's not, I like it that, I don't know that there's a sport, but it's not competitive. There, there's a level of competition of trying to get better and I was very, you know, I wasn't competitive with individuals, but I was really hungry to get better and it's, and it was always trying to learn stuff and and but it's real um it kind of bonds you with people you really you really get to hang out and and learn from each other and hang out and it was a real great way i mean we were kind of there always was someone that hung out in our group that maybe wasn't a skateboarder mm-hmm. and but you kind of could easily identify people of like oh you're riding a skateboard you're getting picked on by other people too and you're you probably have a deadbeat dad as well like you immediately could kind of I don't know that you can do that yeah. in this day and age like I, I still like the art of skateboarding mm-hmm. but I don't think it's the same culturally as far as like oh we're both skateboarders we have a bunch in common I think you can really kind of approach skate. it's so big now you build you can, a friendship from that yeah I think I don't know that you can build the same friendship I don't know that you're both I think you can there's probably plenty of like kids who are great skateboarders who are super rich and have never had a problem in their lives and then also like poor kids but that's the great thing about skateboarding is that it's not expensive to do as opposed to granted rollerblading is probably not that expensive either but as part of like snowboarding or any other extreme sport like you know my parents definitely uh would not you know go and buy me a motorbike or even even like a like a nice bmx bike was hundreds of dollars more expensive than a skateboard and um, yeah, uh, that's one of the reasons I never skateboarded because I noticed all the poor kids were doing it. And <laughs> I, I grew up very rich and I was really well off. Uh, actually, I'll be in Aspen uh, in December uh, with my family, and we will be snowboarding. We're all actually really excellent at it. Skiing? Uh, are you going to be? Uh, we'll be skiing. <laughs> Just like, are you going to be skateboarding uh, along any of these streets later this year? <laughs> we'll be going horseback riding. <laughs> going to go luging with John Kerry. John Kerry. <laughs> Yeah. A snowboarder. I don't like him, but shh, don't tell him that. He don't listen to this podcast. It's cool. Uh, I was going to say, um, like when you started, like, man, the fear to me is like starting and just like, of course, not now. I'm yeah. uh, well into my mid 20s. It's too late for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but you, there, what's the coolest trick you ever did that you were like, wow, I never thought I would grind on this or um, flip on that or. Do a handstand on my skateboard I as never, I'm going. I never got Down any handstand stuff. I never really, I never figured out how to do that. I think maybe 360 flips when I, I couldn't pull them every time, but occasionally I would land one and I would feel like, I can't believe that just happened. Did and anybody record it? Did you ever get the guy that couldn't skateboard record you? Oh yeah, we always had that. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's some, I have some, uh, there's, it's not the big VHS tapes and it's not the super small DV. There was this, I think it was called VHS-S or VHS-C, these weird tapes that they only made for these kind of shitty cameras that we I have somewhere. Well, if you ever uh, send me a clip, I will upload them to the Twitter 
account. Oh, That'd nice. be cool so people know that you're not a poser yeah. and lying. Yeah. Uh, but until then, I will. Uh, I think I'm you're lying. Sure, I'd be really. <laughs> I can't wait for people to see that haircut that I had at whenever it was. That's awesome. I, uh, we're going to open the lines here in a bit. Uh, oh take a caller. Oh. Of course, uh, we've been opening the lines uh, for the last three weeks. We've had an uh, interesting caller. Um, the number again, AJ, do you got the number? Do you remember it? Yes, it's 1-800-Y-CARE. That's right. Uh, yeah. We are live in just a few counties. Uh, the podcast goes up every Friday. We record Thursdays. But once we found out that there was uh, some some live stream going to yeah. these little cities we we're like you know what let's go ahead and uh open the lines up you could call and you could talk to mike about that time he did you ever crush your nuts um no i never i never did any nut okay well, that's I, unfortunate I, I mean i'm glad you didn't go through the pain but yeah oh, man, it'd be thrasher, fun to hear about it. It. it it would you're saying it would have been better if i was sterile for, yeah, yeah. For, for the sake of the episode and for humanity yeah for, well your kids are gonna are you gonna raise them to be murderers is that what you're saying um, no, they'll just be bad people because yeah, they carry well, my genetics. That's almost unavoidable. Yeah, they'll be posers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we haven't got a call yet, but if you if you don't want to talk to Mike at all, you got AJ here, and you could talk yeah. to him about fan favorite AJ. Fan favorite, apparently. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't said yeah. much in this episode, but maybe yeah. that's the key. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just staring at him, and he had nothing. Yeah, he's yeah. like jazz. It's things he doesn't say. Actually, uh, at yeah, one point, I'm start uh, telling people that. <laughs> at one good. point uh, during Mike's explanation of Denton, he actually went to go take a shit, and a lot of people can't see that. But uh, just to give you that uh, true. insight on your boy, that visual. Yeah, I even knew I was gone. That photo will also be uploaded to the Twitter oh, account. Okay, is it a toilet cam or just like a? Uh, yeah, it's uh, inside yeah. the cam yeah, too. Yeah. Inside the toilet yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So you it's get a, a Chuck Berry cam. He's just we like singing. <laughs> we call it, we call it in the in the deviant biz a Chuck Berry cam. Chuck, did he skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> now, did Chuck Berry skateboard? Just dumbass <laughs> questions. <laughs> so, what do you think of like longboarders when you see? Them around I fucking is, hate them. Is that really a thing, or are you I, just I like don't oh, like fuck them? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, just, it seems like a leisurely way to skateboard. Yeah, it's just it's hippie skateboarding. Oh yeah, well, I had a friend named Chris, um, and he it wasn't me. It definitely wasn't. But he, I remember when I moved to Austin, he was just uh, um, he had a longboard, and he went. He, this is a guy with like kids and a wife, and then one day he just decides to go down a hill in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. eats ass. Like half his face was all scraped up, his arm and everything. Would you say just hearing that, knowing there was a longboarder, you're happy that that happened to my friend? Um, I'm not happy, but I'll just say he gets what he deserves. <sighs> I'm not. I'm not talking about skateboarding. I mean, he's. I don't know. His name's Chris. So, <laughs> I mean, that's... I mean, my real name is Miguel. I just use Chris as a stage name, so that I... doesn't really. <laughs> yeah, that's why we get along because I know that you're not, you know, named Chris. I don't want to thank you for having on, being on the podcast, Mike. <laughs> Why are you bubbling? Fuck. See, I, I just put AJ on blast. I was yeah, like, yeah, you guys didn't say, and there goes your fan favorite. Um, um, well, I, but I, if I could go back into skateboarding stuff, I feel like the, the other couple touchstones is that I think it influences fashion quite a bit. I think every, you would see whatever became popular in mainstream culture would kind of been worn by skateboarders the year before. Musically, all the skate... Puffy shoes, yeah. Puffy shoes. It was, too. Like, Jinko's got hyper big. And it was an awful, awful time in fashion. Because of, like, skateboarding? 
Yeah. That seems really impractical. It was horribly impractical. It was so stupid. But the fashion from whatever year, I don't, I can't pinpoint the year, but the year before was huge pants and tiny, tiny little wheels because they thought that uh, flip tricks were better done with really small wheels. It was a really awful time in fashion and in skateboarding. The, the, the boards got really, really thin because people were trying more flip trick stuff. Did you ever see anybody uh, skateboard technique get fucked up because of the Jinko wide leg? I know, but I did see people get fucked up because their chain wallet was too big and they're trying to flip check oh my God. and it <laughs> snagged their knee. <laughs> What's the worst injury you saw somebody else get in person? Oh Smash boy, nuts. I saw this kid, uh, Brian, Brian Peace was his name. And he, uh, he tried to ollie this, uh, which means to kind of jump on your skateboard and ah. it stays under you. Oh, okay. The ollie. Kind of the, it's, it's the basic trick. I know. It's the main, <laughs> the main I'm no trick. Poser. I'm not talking to you guys. <laughs> fucking poser. I know you guys are for real. I'm talking about to one of the, the 1700 that maybe there's for real. some. <laughs> but, uh, lingo down. He, he uh, ollied down these stairs and he made it all the way down but his front foot came off and I've never seen an angle and a foot turned that far up like it was like the bottom of his foot basically touched his calf it was the most disgusting thing i've ever seen and his Ugh. his he made a noise like a like a i don't know like a like a sheep getting kicked in the nuts it was just oh weird bleat it was a bleat yeah. that a he sheep made getting kicked in the nuts yeah <laughs> i remember uh, watching my mom trip once and her, arm <laughs> <laughs> her arm bent back Oh. And it's just like I just like looked at it for like a really long time because I'd never seen anything like that. And my dad's like, "Why aren't you helping?" And it's like because I'm trying to assess the situation. Like basically, like my my yeah. my parents were upset that I didn't do something faster. I fall. I, I saw someone fall, but I wanted to like see what the severity of the problem was before like I went into action but You're it took young, me a very long time was, was she like, skateboarding in the kitchen no she, I think she just fell over like a bed frame or something it was just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I just imagine your mom skateboarding in the kitchen. No, no, uh, when I imagine your mom, I do imagine skateboarding you in the like bedroom. <laughs> was yeah. just skateboarding in the bedroom. I remember she got really upset that I invited friends over that day oh, to like man. hang out. Eh, I guess. Did you? Uh, uh, what is that? Okay, what's going uh, on? Wow, we it looks like we actually did get a call. <laughs> I almost forgot about that, but we did Let get a room. call. Let's see if we can get it. Tell them say hi. Uh, hello, caller. Are you there? Uh, uh, hi, hello? Hey, thanks for calling in to the podcast. Uh, uh, can I get your name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's uh, L- Lacey Stout. You may be familiar. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, hey, Lacey, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. I just had a little uh, communications error trying to get a <laughs> trying to get a hold of you. I got a Metro PCS phone, so it's a little difficult. I just want to say, Mike Weeby, I am. I totally agree with the first half of it, everything you just said uh, on this podcast, and I'm a I'm a, a huge fan of the extreme sports as I am a ex professional uh, extreme sport athlete myself. Wow, I, I'm glad. I'm glad someone is on my side here. Uh, what I'm, I'm really into skateboarding. I know I don't know every skateboarder's name, but were you a professional skateboarder? What what extreme sports were oh, you involved no, in? No, 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 no. Um, I was, you know, I was kind of the face of Heelys back in the nineties. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know. I had a lot of sponsorships. I was kind of. <laughs> Kind of a big deal back then, you know. Back back in the nineties, if you're a professional Healy, uh, Healier, 
you know, you're getting, you're a rock star. You're getting cocaine. You're doing, you're putting cocaine up your butt. You people really respect you. So I got had a lot, I had a lot of endorsements back then. <laughs> wow. Okay, Lacey, and you, so you're saying you wore Hillies professionally? Yes, he, yes, sir. Um, I was a uh, professional Healy athlete, and I was a spokesman for Healy's. You, you right, all I got, I got all that. Healy's, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we got all that. How did you do that professionally? Like, what kind of events would well, you perform here, you, in? You did, may, did they have contests? Uh, before, before we go any further, you may you may be familiar with uh, the Healy's commercial um, that was in collaboration with Skechers. Um, I was the face of. Here, let me... Uh, let me play that commercial right here for you. Commercial standing by. They always have a clip. Okay. Hi, I'm professional extreme sport athlete, Lacey Stout. And when I roll, I roll a Healy. Okay, so that was our, that was our get, Healy's Hell on Wheels. I guess it'd have, uh, to, be one of, I guess it'd have <laughs> to be one of those ads you'd have to watch I, as opposed to listen to, but... where when, when did that air? What TV shows did that air during? What kind? Oh, it was all over. It was on a uh, local, local public access. It was on MTV, MTV2. It was on VHS, VHS2. It was on DVD. It was pretty, pretty much all... It was kind of the face of it, you know? No. I was I was kind of a partier too. I uh, back in the nineties. I don't know, Mike, if you're familiar with um, uh, Doctor Scholl. Doctor Scholl was uh, really coming up in the the shoe comfort game, and me and him had some wild benders. <laughs> me and Doctor Scholl. Oh man! <laughs> now, um, Lacey, we're we're sitting here talking to Mike about skateboarding. Did you ever have any run-ins with any of the skateboarders? Seeing as you're kind of a different genre of these extreme sports, we were talking. Oh. There's kind of a kind of a, a rivalry between us healiers, and uh, it kind of goes uh, people that would healy, professional healiers, and uh, professional soapers. Uh, we kind of had our own little league, and cause skateboarders they think they're so cool with their grabs and nollies, uh, but we're he- we're healing out here, and we're hell <laughs> hell on heels. <laughs> That's what I say. And uh, skateboarders are just a just a bunch of wood pushers, if you ask me. There it is. Wow. <laughs> Well, I, that's how did how how well did Healy uh, people and rollerbladers get along? Was there a divide there? Mike, I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody likes rollerbladers. Inline uh, speed, they're just cow- they're cowards, and they need to get their life together. Well, at least you guys agree on that one. Yeah, we thing. can agree on that there. Yeah, um, yeah they're the, probably one of the most universally hated people. Anybody that um, I'm talking quads, I'm talking. Five wheel speed skates, anything they can all burn in hell. As far as I, or they can burn in heel. <laughs> oh, brother! Hey, um, Lacey, can you name some famous healers we should know about? Oh yes, uh, Bobby Riptide. That guy was insane. He, uh, we got ba- uh, back foot. Backfoot Brandon, he would wear his heelys backwards, and so technically the heel would be on the toe, and he would do. Uh, he kind of changed the game. Unfortunately, um, he died. Oh no! Uh, so like a switch stance. Uh, we have switch stance in skateboarding, so that he, I guess he was like that. Yeah, I, I bet you skateboarders uh, swing both ways. <laughs> oh my god! I know it's not PC to say now, but you guys are butt wads. You know? Wow. Do, do you? 
do you pr- prefer uh, do you professionally skateboard Mike, Mr. Mike? I'm not professional. I'm I'm just uh, uh, an enthusiast and an amateur. I I do have this question, you know, um uh, Jason Lee, the famous actor, he was a pro skateboarder right. before he became an actor. Are there any famous actors that used oh, to be pro? From, that guy from Earl? Yeah, that guy the Earl from My Name is Earl. Yeah. Uh, we all love that show. Um, what uh, was there any famous Healy guys that are that are now actors that were former like pro Healiers? Oh my God, yes. Um, uh, it's kind of a underground in Hollywood out here. Uh, you know, you're familiar um, with Mr. Uh, well, Mr. Batman himself, uh, George Clooney. He <laughs> was a huge. He, he gave a lot of money to the Healy community, and um, well, that's unfortunately, the most... Healy, Healy's went bankrupt. And that's just the best money, ro- role you could come up for for George Clooney as Batman. Wow. I mean, I believe it. There's Mr. that Batman scene in uh, Batman and Robin where you find out in their shoes they have ice skates. Oh, his yeah. Healy background might have. Helped yeah. Okay, yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying now. Uh, if you watch that, those those, uh, those bat boots are sponsored by Healy. There's a little Healy logo on the when they fight all those dummy dummy ice skate zombie things. Yeah, it's um, a little bat boots. I uh, was gonna say, uh, what are you doing these days? I mean, is Healy's uh, is that even still a phenomenon? Are people still doing it? Is there money behind that? I mean, what are you doing now? Um, is it over? Well, uh, okay, so you obviously aren't familiar with my career. Um, 2007, I was one of the most promised. I was going to be kind of the Jesus of the Healy community and just bring it back into the light. I had a freak accident where I shattered both of my ankles, uh, stepping off a curb, and it was devastating. I became addicted to drugs after that. Again, well, I was always addicted to them, but, you know, I was a god. Um <laughs> I, I, I couldn't walk. Uh, bless, bless Healy, the Healy Corporation's heart. They put, they sent me some crutches with uh, little wheels on them, and <laughs> that was uh, good intentions, uh, but I immediately slipped and, and broke my femur uh, oh, after that. Uh, I was in the terrible. hospital for about three years, um, in and out, just getting minor, minor and major surgery on both my ankles and my femur. And, um, Healy kept sending me, they sent me a uh, wheelchair, but the wheels were just on the bottom, and I tried it out, and I fell down a flight of stairs, and I broke all my fingers trying to catch myself. Um, Healy's, Healy's was my life, and it destroyed my life. Um, well, that is, now I go uh, around to mid- middle schools and tell people my story, tell children my Healy story. Do you want them to get on Healy's or stay away from Healy's? Well, I say follow your dreams and uh, you get out. Just make sure you're having fun and make sure that, you know, you're wearing safety equipment. I'm talking, if you're wearing Heelys, you need to be wearing a heel met, <laughs> a helmet. See, we have, yeah, I have I fun know, with I the beaches, too, you know. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay. go ahead. I mean, you're, you're, no, well, I you're say, just flying by. They don't want to get lectured. They don't want to get lectured about, uh, you know. So I, I throw jokes in there. <laughs> <laughs> now you, real quick, you said you broke both your ankles just stepping off of a curb. Were you on Heelys when you were doing that? How did you do uh, that? Black. I was uh, blackout drunk and <laughs> off of. Um, a com- I'm not proud of it. Uh, a combination of squirt and um, just regular tap water, and it really messed up my system and my equilibrium, and I. 
You know, when you ride Heelys for so long and you put on uh, regular civilian shoes, <laughs> you don't. Your balance is different. So. Uh, okay, well, we want to thank you again, Lacey, for calling in. I mean, uh, it's more about Hillies than I thought I'd ever know. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look you up on the web uh, and check out your backstory because that is absolutely insane. Are, are there any movies that you appear like a lot of times the Bones Brigade, it's Tony Hawk, and some of those guys would no, appear there, in movies? A, there's they, a, uh, a 30 for 30 that we're currently editing right now. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know when that's coming out, but they're saying it's going to be a huge deal, and uh, <laughs> I'm is just waiting it, for that check. Is it uh, is it HBO's Thirty for Thirty? They're doing that. Oh no 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 no! Oh, it's ESPN Thirty it's, for Thirty. Right? ESPN Thirty. <laughs> is it, yeah, well, uh, no, it's V. It's a VH1. It's a. Um, you kept that partnership. <sighs> yeah. All right, guys. I got to be honest. There's. There's no 30 for 30. I haven't been doing anything for the last 10 years, and my life is a disaster, and my wife left me. All right. Well, with Lacey, with that, we're going to have to let you go. We do <laughs> yeah. thank you for calling in. That's uh, a different show. Uh-huh. That's a whole different show, and good luck okay. to you, all right? Uh-huh. All right. Hey, hey Chris and uh, AJ love the show, and I just want to say, uh, as some par- uh, positive parting words, keep giving them heel. <laughs> hell, I'm like hell. Uh, we get it. All right, uh, Lacey, thanks for calling in. You have a good one. Go ahead. And All right, rollerbladers are Hang up on him. Hang up. Okay, well, we got that one in. Yeah. Wow, what a call. Wow, man. So, so we, we keep debating taking calls in every week. Yeah. I think. We'll see. I think we'll keep Is it. Are they that random? They're that random. Uh, they always seem to have a sound clip to yeah. promote. Huh. I don't know how that, if that's a thing going well, on. You know. Prepared clip. Yeah. yeah I, don't I always have that. a sound clip in my back pocket for a couple specific you gotta stay with the time yeah. that's a whole thing play it yeah. Yeah. well we do want to thank it's you not, Mike it's not this subject it's for ah, it's about uh, rattlesnake handling it's a little demo for the yeah, next was, album yeah. we get it that's cool you guys wanna hear it like we could all sit there and listen to some new my new demo I mean it's just me playing acoustic no guitar. we don't have time for that no, no, but I wish we did yeah, me too <laughs> we do wanna thank you for coming into the podcast I don't I, know if I wanna do. hear your goddamn demo but um, I'm sure it's I just, good it's I yeah. See, this is why AJ he panders, you yeah. know, like he's just pandered. <laughs> but uh, the skateboarding thing, great uh, topic to bring up. Uh, it was fun to hear about it, and you know, if I come across a skateboard in the next week, I don't know. I'm not going to try to fucking skateboard. But no, you shouldn't. What about a uh, what about a good like documentary on skateboarding that you could recommend to people that you enjoy? Um, there's a great uh, skate video called Ban This that uh, Pal Peralta made, where they shot it all on really high speed film but there's all kinds of great stuff uh, if you follow any thrasher on Instagram they throw up like just cool little couple second clips of like the youngest newest kids doing the craziest tricks and it's the 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 skill has gotten insane like since, from since when I was a kid like the tricks are absolutely amazing they blows my mind what people are doing these days but thrasher on Instagram or muckmouth on Instagram is really great stuff Muckmouth? Yeah. That, and Muckmouth has a lot of like 80s and 90s skateboarding that's kind of, maybe it's a little bit more nostalgic for someone like me that grew up in it, but I think if you're into looking into new stuff, like just the Thrasher Instagram account is pretty great. Okay, awesome. Well, cool. I will check out Band This. That'll be my pledge for this week. We, we really want to get good do at it. following up on things. Um, and before we go, I do want to let I people I do not know. believe you're going to do that. No, there's not one <laughs> part of me that I thinks... Uh, We've only done one thing. I think you uh, might this time. Yeah. I don't know why. We might. Pat Dean gave me a comic book today. I mean, I'm definitely not going so. to. Yeah. I didn't make any declarations. But I think Chris will. 
We got another uh, call? Uh, yeah. Got another oh, call? I, I guess we this still is have the highly line irregular. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, caller, you're catching us at the end here, but uh, we left the lines open. Uh, what's your name, caller? Yeah, my name's Brad, and uh, I'm, a, I'm an inline skater, and I just heard what Lacey was saying, and I think uh, that Healy, people that ride Healy's definitely have an ego problem, and they definitely need to cram it right up their pie hole, baby, because us bladers, wheels for days, baby. You know how we roll. Okay. Blade. All right. Lacey, we know it's you. Wait for life, bitch. All right, <laughs> we got, I think it was the same guy. Why would he? Why would he call? I don't understand that. Yeah. It's like he's, well, try, he's, like he's trying to. And he's trying to f- fuel fuel the feud between rollerbladers and Heelys. I think after be. all those injuries, I think I just imagine him as just a guy home alone, just listening to our podcast. Like, yeah. like I'm going to fuck with these guys. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and block block that number. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I think it's coming from a real place though, too. Like, I don't know if the Healy thing is true, but I do think he has broken his legs. Shit, well, fuck. Call him back right quick. <laughs> we're not going to do that. But, uh, all right, we are a little over time now, so we're going to wrap things up. Uh, if you want to check out Mike Weeby, you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Weeby. Uh, he'll also be playing shows uh, around Austin. He'll be doing comedy shows at the Altercation uh, Comedy Punk Festival. It's going to be uh, Kick Butt Coffee, a um, lot of good comics on it. And the check McEwans it are doing it. The McEwans are doing yeah, yeah. it. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, Mike with A.V. Moore do the McEwans, it's hilarious. Check it out. Uh, you could also just look up Riverboat Gamblers, Dracula's. He has a lot of shit going on. And check out the new Riverboat Gamblers video called Massive Fraud, available online now. It's awesome. Um, and AJ, any parting words? AJ, yeah, you yeah. Um, skateboarding, rollerblading, healing, whatever you do, wear a helmet. Your hair isn't going to look good if you have a dent in your head. I don't care too much for that. But uh, I will be not doing shows this week at all. I will be on the uh, Oddball Comedy Festival Saturday. I just found out today. So. What? Yeah. Holy crazy, shit. Right? I'm doing the pregame, the little tiny stage on the side. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm selling merch is what I'm saying. But come out and visit me. I'll be selling trinkets, uh, Dane Cook trinkets and you know, it's a keychains f- it's, and shit. It's a foot in the door. It's a foot in the door. Yeah, it's a foot in the door. Maybe I'll get a shirt or something. Uh, but come out and check us out. Uh, of course, again, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Follow us on Twitter and we'll see, we'll see you next week. Bye. International.